you are now tuned in to Cup of Grind with Jada D. This is your daily dose of what's real in entrepreneurship. This podcast is intended for the new business owner, the person with a really good idea but not sure where to begin, and that person working at a job dreaming of the day that they can work for themselves. It's grind time. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm Jada D, and this is another cup of grind. Um, My guest today is someone that I admire, someone that I look up to. Um, I could even say my first friend. I'm speaking of someone that I call a kitchen detangler, curl activator, crochet wrangler, micro slayer, natural hairstylist, and expert, Camille Davis Holmes, owner and CEO of Kitchen Curls Unlimited. This is my big sister, y'all. We're going to have some exciting conversations, a little girl talk, a little sister-to-sister talk, um, but really hit on those things that are important about starting a new business, the real behind entrepreneurship, and those important times where you got to let them know sometimes. Just let me do me. Check it out. Hello, my sister. Hello, my sister. Listen, I'm super excited to have my sister on today's podcast episode we are really going to get into it. So just to kind of get started, you know, um, a lot of people have been really jumping into entrepreneurship lately because not only is it the essential thing to do, um, a lot of people are really just tired of working on their job. Um, and so I know everyone has a different story on how they got into entrepreneurship. I know your story being very unique. And I want you to speak from point of being someone that was kind of thrown into this world of full-time entrepreneurship. So what is your struggle story behind success how did that start for you well for me i became a full-time entrepreneur uh, by way of a job loss so in 2017 i was laid off right after the new year and i was upset because it was like what we call a good job what we call one of those good jobs and everybody want to retire from those good jobs Well, when I got laid off, the first thing I did was I was, it was like really unreal to me because I've never gotten laid off from a job and I've been working on jobs since I was 14. So anyway, I immediately went home, told my husband because he works overnight. He was like, okay, all right, so that means you're going to start doing hair. And I was like, uh, nah, bruh, I need to go find a job. So then I called you called Jada and she was like okay cool good now you can do hair I'm like oh, okay she ain't talking about call my mama call all these different people that are in my um circle of influence and they all kept on saying the same thing and I'm like what is wrong with these folks I need a job and so after you after months rather of me applying for jobs that I knew that I could get and not either getting a call back or wasting, I feel like wasting time going on interview one, two, or three and not getting a, okay, you got the job. I said, you know what? Let me just do what I've been doing for years, which is doing hair, but I never really thought of it as a full-time career. So that's how I got into what we know of as kitchen curls. So tell us more, okay, Kitchen Curls, you're a natural hair stylist. Do you offer any additional services or products? 
Yes. Well, Kitchen Curls, we do three things. We provide education, inspiration, and we do service. So the education part of that is I work alongside my um, salon owner as well as myself, and we um, do classes either in group settings or one-on-one classes, as well as the inspiration part. Uh, I have a apparel line as well as I do what I call myself as a hair coach. Uh, where you can, of course, um, get with me and let me know what your goals are for your hair. And I can uh, put you on a regimen or just have that inspiration. All women, I have learned that hair surrounds everything that is us, our um, self-esteem and all this. So I call myself a hair coach. And then, of course, the service, which I am actually a natural hair um, salon um stylist as you said as well as a loctician so those are the three aspects of kitchen curls unlimited what are three myths that you want to clear up about entrepreneurship i'm going to say three myths would be um that you have to look for the right time i don't think there's necessarily a right time for entrepreneurship um sometimes it just happens Um, It could be like it happened for me, me being pushed into it. Um, Another myth could be that it takes money for you to get started. Lots of money, saving up for it. If you have a passion or you have a skill set, it may not take lots of money for you to get started. It didn't take me lots of money to get started. It took my my mindset shift to actually look at it as a real career. Um, And the third thing I would say is don't tell people what your dreams are in becoming an entrepreneur. I think that you do tell people, you just tell the right people about being an entrepreneur and what your goals are. Okay. So that's real. So you you spoke on, um, you know, telling people. So let's kind of jump into, I know that relationships can change when it comes to entrepreneurship. Have any of your friend circles changed or have you surrounded yourself naturally around other entrepreneurs? I can honestly say that I'm blessed that my my circle has not necessarily changed in a negative way. My circle of influence have not only pushed me to do this as a career, but they've also supported me if they did not just refer people, but they are also my clients. Um, so I definitely can say that my circle of influence has been rooting for me and being my cheerleader through the whole, the whole thing. Is natural hair and cosmetology something that you always wanted to do? Or is it something that kind of just grew on you over time just from a hobby? Yes, it actually has been something that I've, I have had a passion for since I was a teenager. Um, well, people don't know this, but of course you were my, what I call my human mannequin. Um, so it started as um, my parents building their business, my mom building her real estate industry and business. And so I took it upon myself to start braiding your hair and learning how to do different styles on not only you, but myself. And it just become a, a love for me. Like, 
it's something that I think about all the time. So it was already something natural. I say, people ask me, girl, you're so good at what you do. I'm like, it's all God. It, this, it, that's just who it is. Of course, you go to school and all that to learn different skills and perfect. I, I'm always a student in my industry, but I can truly say that I learn what I know before going to school to learn this craft. What she didn't tell y'all is that she used to burn me Girl. and pull my hair. But um, one thing that you mentioned as far as um, your craft and things like that, what are some of the mistakes that you made when you first started in business? Because one of the things we like to do here on the Cup of Ground podcast is be very honest and really real about entrepreneurship. And I think anyone listening, anyone that is in business for themselves can say, I've probably done a lot of things wrong. I know myself when I first started out with Grind Match with my apparel line, I was, you know, ordering large amounts of apparel without having the clients for it. Um, I found myself ordering the wrong sizes and really just doing things backwards and really working um, hard instead of smart. So what are the mistakes that you can mention that you've made when you first started out in business? I'm going to say some of the things that I did uh, when I first got in business is not betting on myself. And what I mean by that for myself is um, not looking at it for what it is. Other people saw, um, saw the greatness in me and they saw that this, that I was a natural in it, but I did not look at it as something that I would be doing as a career and actually, um, planting those seeds for women who really look to stylists for that inspiration, for that self-esteem builder and all that. So I would say betting on myself is one of those things that I did not do in the beginning, but I've learned to do that over the last two years. Earlier, you mentioned your husband. So shout out to Gary Holmes. What are, what are your thoughts on being an entrepreneur, being in a relationship, whether it's a marriage or a committed relationship of some sort? Do you feel like your mate has to be involved in your business for you to feel like they care about your business. I'm going to say for me, I know I've heard this many times with women, but for me, being a part of my business is because we do have a, a daughter, a 10 year old daughter, being accessible for her, meaning that I don't bring her to the salon with me or I, you know, I don't have her at different events all the time with me because I'm in work mode. Um, just being that backbone and saying, hey, go out and do what you need to do. I got you. That's the support that I need. When I had my event in September, um, I didn't necessarily need him to be there, but I just needed that push to say, you good, do what you need to do. And I got you. So that's the support that I look for. And I appreciate him for always being there for me to doing it. And uh, that's the support that I need. And just let me do me, basically. I always say that. I know somebody might think, why she always say that? But that's me. I just need to be able to know that you're not in the background like, oh, she need to go get a job or why well, I got to be here with Gabby all the time. He allows me to do me and be comfortable with, you know what I'm saying, being all in with Kitchen Curls. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what's up. And I understand that that makes a lot of sense. And I, I agree a lot of people um, definitely don't take the same stance, but I can understand why you do. And of course, I have a closer relationship to really, 
truly see that it really works for your dynamics. So that's really important. Just really finding out um, what works for you. So there's a, a meme that says every next level of your life will demand a different you. What does that mean to you? Hmm, I would say for me, the next level would be um, being selfless for Camille. Um, taking into consideration of myself. I've been one that you know this. I take into other people's um, opinion or other people's worry and other people's whatever. So in this next season, I have been stressing to myself that self-care is important, that time with myself, whether I'm reading, um, it's important. And just really knowing who Camille is because I can't move in the next level if I don't truly know who I am as a woman, um, as a business owner, as a wife, and as a friend, and as a daughter. So self-care for Camille. So a lot of you may have heard me tell how I am the daughter of serial entrepreneurs. So, you know, with me being joined with my sister here, she can agree with me that we, or I'm going to speak for myself. I used to be in my mama conference room crying because I was ready to go home. I was tired of being at the real estate office all day and all night. Um, now being in business for myself and hopefully having children in the future, I have a better appreciation for the grind that had to happen so that I could be where I am today. But what do you feel like you learned early before you ever thought about starting a business that you really remember that really stuck to you um, that you would like for your daughter to remember? First of all, just know I was crying in the conference room too, okay? <laughs> just know that. Uh, what I would want Gabby to know is that anything that you do in life requires hard work and perseverance. Um, and again, betting on yourself, regardless of who may be or not in your corner, uh, just know that if you have something that you truly believe in, that you always bet on yourself. Um, and she has seen, like you said, she's seen you, she admires you. I just want to shout you out right quick. She definitely admires what you do. She admires her grandparents. She admires, you know, what me and Gary does and other people, um, that are in our immediate family, but just always betting on yourself and really all she do is see black people always winning. She, all she knows to be honest as a 10 year old girl it's black excellence. So if we can keep that going and let her see the positive things of what black people are out here uh, pursuing and always trying to build a legacy for, I feel like I'm on the right path. What has been your proudest moment to date? My proudest moment to date would be September. I um, completed my first event called Curl Friends Cause and Conversation. And that was a natural hair event where we had three speakers. Uh, we had 10 vendors. It was a compilation of 10 women who came out and they had different body soaps and things that they either sold and, and made themselves or they were representatives for different companies, um, natural hair schools, uh, natural hair stylists and locticians. And I was definitely proud because first of all, I never really thought about doing that. That was the first thing. But I had you and my friend Alex A. Nicole shouting you out, girl. Um, y'all really have pushed me to a push me out of my comfort zone, I'll say. And so I was hesitant because at first I was like, I'm just gonna do about 10 people at the shop 
And y'all was like, why you going to just do 10 people? Like, what is the point of that? And I was like, okay, let's do 20. Nah, bro, we finna do, we finna put this on Eventbrite and everything. So for me to see people who I've never met ever in my life. Now, I remind you, these, even the vendors, I didn't know. So to see 60, 70 people in a room that came out for something that little old Camille put together, that was my proudest moment to know that the beyond the sky is the limit at this point. Absolutely. Um, And I think that's really important for people to know that they can really do more than what they even think they can do. And to kind of piggyback on that, I know that you're not a marketing genius or a marketing guru, but you are able to do what you need to do for your business in whatever capacity it is until you can grow and have, you know, more marketing budget and dollars and things like that. So what kind of advice could you give as someone that's an amateur in marketing? What type of advice would you give to a, a brand new business owner on some marketing tips? I would say the consistency. Whether you are using Canva, I, I love Canva and I love Spark Post, but the consistency in what you, your brand, whatever your brand is, be consistent. If you know realistically that if you work 40 hours a week and you can really only post about your business Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, stick to that because the thing about it is if you think that people are not watching, people are watching whether they like it or not. And so once you start that off, the moment that you stop, somebody's going to probably inbox you and say, hey, I was looking for your post on Wednesday. You always post it on Wednesday and now you don't. Or once you get that going, you have to keep it going. I always use Coca-Cola as, as an example. They're a billion dollar company. So if they have to consistently consistency have um, advertisement and have commercials, then why do I think that I don't need commercials and advertisement? So use social media it's free I, I i have learned that it's free you can put you know bs on social media and have and, and have a good time but at the end of the day if you a business owner use free social media i've seen my business increase in so many different ways by just using social media and being consistent so consistency is the key yeah that's a fact um i know from my consistency, I've definitely seen how your business has grown and how the response and engagement has really increased from you being consistent. So that's super important. Um, as we're consistent in business, that means that we are getting busy and that we are generating income, but that's taking up our time. So it's really important to rest. You know, I'm not part of team no sleep. I don't even promote that. I'm not here for that. But what I am here for is taking time to rest and unplug. What are some of the things that you do, whether large or small, that help you to unplug? I would say some of the things that I do to try to unplug is um, having that family time, whether it is with my daughter, my husband, or them together, or with my parents, my friends, or family, whomever, just having that time just to be Camille, you know, outside of kitchen cribs, outside of everything else that I do, just being myself. I love to read. So having, you know, having that time to just read a book, you know, having a time to watch my favorite TV show. I agree. I'm not part of that team. No sleep. First of all, honestly, I need about eight or nine hours. Okay. I don't know how y'all be functioning out for three or four hours. I ain't part of it. But however, I need 
time to just unwind because it can be exhausting trying to shuffle business and do all the things that we do as entrepreneurs. So I'm a, I believe in having that time, quiet time to just unwind and think. So you mentioned being yourself, being Camille. So I know you kind of ratchet. So what are the, <laughs> give me three artists that are in your playlist. Go. Hey, let's see. Let's say uh, Lil Chad. Y'all know if y'all from Memphis, y'all know who Lil Chad is. Cardi B. Eh. A Kurt. And, hmm. You can never go around with a little 3-6. Okay, that's fair. I like that playlist. I can ride with that for sure. So earlier we were speaking about friendships. We are speaking about marriage. So that's another relationship. I have, you know, we kind of, I mean, we were raised clearly in the same house. So we have some of the same thoughts and processes and, you know, we heard the same mantras, but what's your take on, on relationships and how important are relationships in general when you are in business? I would say looking at our parents, um, being on the same page, working as a team, they always talk about team. They always talk about being a team. My mom don't do anything without my dad and vice versa. So I would say, um, because I think they're in the same industry, but even if I, even though me and Gary are not in the same industry, as far as hair goes, I still, you know, let him know what's going on. So just having that cheerleader by your side and just knowing that what we do in this house is always going to benefit one another, basically. So you actually took that question completely left. Sorry. Um, I actually <laughs> want to know more about like the relationships that we continue to build and maintain with other people in general. Right. How important is that? Because, you know, it's a lot of people that they really pride themselves on, oh, I don't fool with them or I don't have any female friends or, you right. know, and, and just that type of attitude of, or no, I don't, I don't, I don't have people that I know from high school or college or I don't keep up with them folks. And you know, me, I really value relationships. And even if I don't talk to people on, on an everyday basis, I got a general idea of like where people are, what they're kind of doing in life. So relationships to me are very important and maintaining them are very important. And I get that you can't, everyone cannot stay. Um, and sometimes people got to get off before you get to the top. But what's your thought process? relationships are very important you cannot build a business without relationships I mean some of my bestest friends we've been friends since ninth grade or the other ones we've been friends for 12 and 13 years and I value that as sisterhoods um even some of the people that I went to high school with we are now business owners and if somebody say hey I need somebody that's a locksmith I'm not going to go to the yellow pages. I'm not going to, well, yellow pages. This wow. Uh, wow. I'm old. I'm old as a mug. Okay. We're not going to go to Google then. Yeah, damn. We ain't going to go to Google. I'm going to think about the people that I know that I mess with. But guess what? You got to mess with me though. We got, that's the relationship. It can't be one-sided. So I really value relationships and those definitely mean more to me than anything. So like I said, I'm always room black. Real top. So you're basically saying that their reciprocation is very important. And so do you feel like if a person 
doesn't do business with you, they don't support your business? Um, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say yes and no. Because we are in the era of social media, um, and I can't really say that either when I really think about it. I mean, you can see somebody maybe reposting your post or something, but that don't mean they ain't telling somebody about your business. So it's kind of, you know, I'm on the fence with that, but I will say this, put it like this. If I'm always telling somebody about your business, I know for sure they're actually doing business with you, but I've never heard nobody in the last 10 years say, Hey, Jim Bob has referred me to you. And I'd be like, okay, that's what's up. Now I'm going to build my relationship probably with somebody else or just have you. You're going to be on standby, but I'm going to always be building constant relationships with other people. Uh, because, I mean, unfortunately, everybody can't get everybody's business. So I'm always building, I'm going to be old school again, building my Rolodex of people. Okay. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Are you happy? Absolutely. I'm definitely happy in all aspects of my life right now. Yes. That's good. Do you have any regrets? The only regret I can say is not choosing myself earlier in life. Okay. So we do this thing called the the mogul Mount Rushmore. So what four people in life, whether you know them or not, whether they are dead or alive, that you would have in your Mount Rushmore for moguls? Hmm. I would first say Tupac. Everybody know me, know I love Tupac. Why? Because he always stood alone. He, uh, he told the truth. He was fearless. So I definitely got to have Pac. Um, I'm going to have you. Because you're one of those people that, like I said, still stood against the grain. I'm going to have, hmm, that's a good one. Let me see who I'm going to have. I'm going to say I have, I have my husband. Why? Because he is one of those people. I'm always going to have some people that are fearless because he stands against whether right, wrong, or indifferent. He's going to stand by himself. And then... I'm going to have, um, let me see. I'm going to have my grandmother. I'm going to have Mary Dean Owens. I'm going to have her because she was always that person, like I said, that regardless, she's always room for us as well. So those are going to be my four people that I'm going to be having as my Mount Rushmore. Okay, that's cool. So you've gone, you've been in business for a few years now. You've made some mistakes. You've learned. You had a few regrets. But what are you doing currently right now? Because we've had to get real. What are you doing right now that is preventing you from being at a certain level of success that you know you could reach? Wow. I want to say that I still, even in me trying to do better, I still have a little self-doubt. So I'm working on that each and every day to not have self-doubt. Even with those accomplishments that I've had this year, I still have some doubt like, okay, well, if I do this, are people going to be here? So I'm getting in my own way, but you know, each and every day I work, try to work better to do better for myself. So before we get out of here, I think it's really important for anyone listening to, if you have any business essentials and resources 
that you use that we could share. I think it's important to do so. So tell me, what are some of the apps or software that you use consistently to run your business? Okay. So like I stated earlier, I use Canva and Spark Post mostly for um, making digital flyers um, and tickets for different events and things like that. Um, also, you can use that for ebooks, which I'm working on. Um, I use um, Square app. I use that for my booking as well as uh, for my online booking as well as receiving um, deposits for my clients, which I think is essential for stylists or anybody in the beauty industry, um, as well as taking deposits um, and payments for customers. So I use that and Square uh, excuse me, Square and Cash App for um, making payments. So those are my essentials that I use. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me on social media at Facebook. It's going to be Kitchen Curls. Instagram is Kitchen Curls. And uh, LinkedIn is Camille D. Holmes. All right. It's been fun. This was yes. good. We really hit on some stuff and gave people a little bit more insight and really where we're going um, in business and where you're going in business and kind of where you came from. So I appreciate you being on here. I appreciate being on the Mount Rushmore. Um, so, yeah, let's continue to rock it out. Let's continue to shut up and keep grinding. So until next time, my sister. My sister. Bye bye. Bye bye. Are you done playing games and ready to get out of your own way? Good. Go to jadadavis.com today to join my village, download your free startup checklist, and schedule time to speak with me during a free strategy call or think tank. That's J-A-D-A-D-A-V-I-S.com. And as always, shut up, keep grinding.